millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This morning, lockdown limbo. New South Wales records its highest daily case numbers as the virus spreads to Dubbo. Freedom in doubt. Melbourne set to remain in lockdown as cases continue to emerge. Cuomo quits. The New York governor stands aside after sexual harassment allegations. And targeted tactic, Google's bold new move to protect our youth online. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Construction workers from Sydney's hotspot council areas will be able to resume work if vaccinated today, as the rest of the state hangs in limbo. The Premier conceded harsher measures won't stop Delta, relying on the vaccine rollout as cases reached their highest of the outbreak yesterday. The state's health minister has defended the government's pandemic response at an inquiry. If it's a beat up on the government, well, OK, we're here, but beat it up somewhere else, will you? Because Dr Chan's really busy and I'm really busy. Meantime, a concerning COVID cluster is emerging at a mental health unit at Nepean Hospital in Sydney's West. There have been two positive cases. Infections have also been recorded at another aged care home. Hawkesbury Living Nursing Home is on alert just hours after cases emerged at a St George aged care facility. There are renewed calls for a ring of steel to be placed around Sydney as the Delta variant continues to spread to regional New South Wales. Dubbo is expected to be plunged into lockdown today after a positive case was detected at Dubbo West Public School. Nine close contacts have been placed into isolation. A suspected case also emerged in Byron Bay, but authorities say that it's not linked to a man who travelled to the region from Sydney's east, triggering a week-long lockdown. Unfortunately, there are still pockets of people who think that this is not a serious illness, who don't believe that they need to follow the health orders, and that impacts everybody. Thirteen additional cases have been identified in the Hunter region as more exposure sites were added for Newcastle, including three busy nightclubs. Melbourne's sixth lockdown is expected to be extended beyond tomorrow after hundreds of people were sent into isolation linked to a new outbreak at Caroline Springs Shopping Centre. 20 new cases were announced yesterday, 10 linked to the shopping centre in the city's west. We've seen now 25 cases associated with the Caroline Springs Square um, shopping centre across a number of different units, number of different retail units and people. Geelong has recorded one new case hours after the lockdown in regional Victoria was lifted yesterday. 
Queensland's first mass vaccination hub opens at the Brisbane Convention Centre this morning. It's expected to increase uptake of Pfizer doses by up to 3,000 per day. Everyone over the age of 16 is being urged to get the jab. The state recorded three new cases yesterday, all in the southeast. Police patrols are being increased along the New South Wales border in an effort to stop the Delta variant from spreading into Queensland. There are growing calls for vaccines to be made mandatory as part of the pathway out of lockdowns. A hospitality industry poll found 63% want the ability to compel staff to be vaccinated before they return to work. The survey by Restaurant and Catering Australia also found more than 60% wanted mandatory jabs for the general public. Scott Morrison has slammed protesters who vandalised Parliament House, saying action will be taken against them. The activists were calling for greater action on climate change after a landmark report warned it will soon be too late to stop global warming. On the steps of Parliament, a fiery protest on a burning issue. The first to act, the police. Eight arrested, gluing themselves to the forecourt, spraying slogans on Parliament's pillars. Their government has a duty of care. And at the lodge, more graffiti and a flare. It's an emergency! Scott Morrison says it's foolish and criminal. The Australian way is not what we have seen with the vandalism in our capital. If you think this is vandalism, Wait till you see what the Liberals are doing to our future. Debate heated over the intergovernmental report on climate change, sending what the UN calls a code red for humanity. 230 international climate scientists finding unequivocal evidence climate change is human-induced, causing unprecedented, often irreversible damage. With temperatures rising 1.1 degrees in the past century, heading to 1.5 by 2034, making bushfires fires, droughts and coastal erosion more frequent and more devastating unless global emissions are cut. Will the Prime Minister ignore this warning too? We will meet and beat, Mr Speaker, our Paris target. But internal government division still prevents him from joining the US, the UK and most of Europe, making a firm commitment to net zero emissions by 2050, the new target to be set at the Glasgow conference in November. His defence? Australia is, must and continue to do its part. But says others aren't. China's emissions account for more than the OECD combined. Suggesting unless that changes, the climate won't. Mark Riley, 7 News. Australia's tech industry is pushing for the country to rival Silicon Valley and become the head office for some of the world's biggest tech companies. Afterpay co-founder Anthony Eisen says Australia is well-placed to attract the world's best and brightest. The nation's leading tech companies will launch the Tech Council of Australia today, hoping they can position the country to become a global hub. A hunt is underway for the driver of a stolen Ford Fairmont that deliberately rammed cyclists on a busy Adelaide road. One of three riders targeted managed to capture his attack on camera. The car was discovered dumped in the city's southwest. Anyone with dash cam of the incidents is urged to contact police. It's one of Australia's biggest killers, and when it comes to surviving a stroke, every minute counts. Now, new groundbreaking technology made in Sydney can diagnose patients within seconds, and it's portable.
It started like a headache. A thousand iron bars beating on your head all at one time. It ended in hospital. It's the kind of bleed that I had. You know, 70 to 80 percent of people don't make it to hospital alive. Alison was 44 when she suffered a stroke. It took a day to diagnose. So anything that could reduce the uh, diagnosis time, it, it, I mean, it just blows my mind even thinking about it. Clinicians currently rely on CT and MRI to detect brain changes and make their diagnoses. Millions of nerve cells are dying per minute. You want to be able to get in and do something really important to the patient. With this new machine, a brain scan takes around 30 seconds. So the headset is placed on the patient's head and inside the headset is a ring of antennas. They send harmless EM signals into the brain and those signals are used to rapidly recreate an image of the brain. Giving clinicians an almost immediate understanding. That does what ultrasound would do on other parts of the body but be able to do it for the brain. Unlike MRI or CT scanners, this device is exceptionally manoeuvrable. Now, the ultimate aim is to have these not only in hospital wards, but in the back of every ambulance as well. With one major hospital trial ahead, this machine could be approved for manufacture and sale in Australia, potentially changing the lives of stroke patients around the world. Tom Hartley, 7 News. Australians are placing more importance than ever on taking care of their skin rather than spending money on expensive beauty products. And an Aussie pharmacy giant is bringing a global brand to our shelves as it looks to capitalise on that trend. By pushing wellbeing to the front of our minds, the pandemic is changing the face of the beauty industry. I never really use makeup, <laughs> so most of the time I use just for my skincare. I do like face masks twice a week. This year, Australians will shell out more than $4 billion on cosmetics and toiletries. More than half on makeup and skincare, nearly a fifth on personal care, and the rest on hair care and fragrances. Confined to our homes, sales of products like face masks and oil are rising. But mandatory face masks and social distancing requirements have affected uh, makeup sales and, and lipstick sales. To challenge the new, health and beauty retailer Priceline is turning to the old. This week, in an Australian first, the UK's top-selling skincare line Boots No. 7 will hit store shelves. Number 7 was actually established in 1935. When they launch products, they have wait lists of up to 100,000 people. It's a value line, with prices starting at under $10. Having a lower price point helps, particularly now. Research shows that during economic downturns, consumers are quick to substitute beauty products for cheaper alternatives. To be able to finally bring this to our Australian customers, yeah, I couldn't be happier. Gemma Acton, 7 News. A giant flying dinosaur, once Australia's biggest, has been uncovered by paleontologists who've compared it to a dragon. The reptile, called Tabernaga shorei, was discovered after a council worker found its lower jawbone in Queensland 10 years ago. The newly named dinosaur boasted a 7 metre wingspan and a beak a metre long. Tech giant Google has announced a range of new child safety measures. The search engine will block ads targeting those under the age of 18. It will also turn off its location history feature, which tracks location data for child users. Parents will also now be able to have images of their children removed from Google search results. 
Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading up this morning. The Nasdaq is lower. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed higher. Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose. The All Lords gained, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,732 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 68 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 73.48 US cents, 81 Japanese yen and $1.04 New Zealand. American actress Christina Applegate has revealed she's been diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. The 49-year-old star broke the news to her fans on Twitter, describing the past few months as a strange journey. It's not the first health battle Applegate has faced. In 2008, she was diagnosed with breast cancer and had a double mastectomy. At least two people have died and dozens have been injured in catastrophic wildfires that are ravaging Greece. Hundreds of homes in the country's south have been destroyed with 100,000 hectares burned. The most urgent efforts are focused north of Athens with 600 firefighters on the nation's second largest island, Evia. In neighbouring Turkey, firefighters have spent the past two weeks battling 240 forest fires. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has resigned in the wake of a damning sexual harassment report. Governor Cuomo was the face of America's fight against coronavirus, fronting press conferences daily during the worst of the pandemic. Let's go live now to US correspondent Tim Lester. Good morning, Tim. Despite his resignation, Andrew Cuomo still insists he did nothing wrong. In fact, Jody, right back since December, when these allegations first emerged in the first case, Andrew Cuomo has flatly denied them. And he began a fairly defiant 21-minute address today from his Midtown Manhattan office, doing just that, denying more of the allegations. But this comes just a week after the New York State Attorney General released a 165-page report that fully endorsed the 11 uh, women who'd made made allegations of sexual harassment, inappropriate touching, and a toxic work environment, and essentially condemning Andrew Cuomo politically. At that point, uh, his Democratic allies, including President Joe Biden, suggested he needed to step down. Ultimately, this morning, that is what he has done, in particular, addressing this comment to his three daughters. I want them to know from the bottom of my heart that I never did and I never would intentionally disrespect a woman or treat any woman differently 
then I would want them treated. And that is the God's honest truth. Andrew Cuomo's long political career, 10 years as governor of the influential New York State, but going back to the 1980s when he served in his father's administration. Mario Cuomo was also a three-term Democrat governor of New York. This is quite the end of a political career in the United States. Sure is. Okay, thanks. Tim Lester in the US there. In sport, it was a big night at the AFL Tribunal as the Giants, Bombers and Dockers all challenged bans. Dockers star Andrew Brayshaw was found guilty for unreasonable contact to Brisbane's Jared Berry during a tackle and Essendon defender Mason Redmond for rough conduct against Bulldogs captain Marcus Bontempelli. Both of their one-match bans were upheld, while Giants star Toby Green had his two-match suspension downgraded to just one. He will miss GWS's game against the Tigers this weekend. Football megastar Lionel Messi has received a hero's welcome in Paris, signing a two-year contract with Paris Saint-Germain less than a week after his shock exit from Barcelona. The six-time Ballon d'Or winner will join a star-studded lineup at PSG, including Neymar, Kylian Mbappe and Sergio Ramos. Brothers Owen and Mikey Wright have faced off as the World Surf League heads to Mexico. Mikey beat new Olympian Owen with a score of 12.73. They both advanced to the next round. Earlier, Aussie rookie Morgan Sibilic won his heat to progress to the round of 32. Bathurst 1000 wildcard entrants Russell Ingle and Brock Feeney have finally put some rubber on the road together. After a month of setbacks, they cut test laps in their 888 Commodore. 18-year-old Feeney and 57-year-old Ingle will be the youngest and oldest pairing in the history of Bathurst. Yeah, I've known Brock since he was in nappies, you know, so it's quite ironic that um, now here we are all these years later. Ingle won the great race in 1995 and 97. This year's race has been moved to early November due to COVID. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a cold front and trough will cross Tasmania, Victoria and southern New South Wales, causing showers, storms and gusty winds. Onshore winds around a pair of highs will drive onshore winds and showers onto eastern Queensland, southern South Australia and southwestern Western Australia. The highs will keep elsewhere mostly dry. Around the capitals today, a possible morning shower in Brisbane, heading for a top of 23 degrees. Sunny in Sydney, a nice warm top of 25. Late showers in Canberra, heading for 19. Showers developing in Melbourne, 17 degrees. Rain in Hobart, 15 the top. Rain easing in Adelaide, a top of 16. A possible shower and 17 degrees in Perth. And a sunny day, 33 in Darwin.